0: You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is time once again for us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor. And uh, he's hanging out in the golf cave, Edinburgh, Indiana's Timbergate Golf Course. And it's kind of rainy. It's it cold. Nasty. It's it's like a work day and and everybody says, you know, I'm either going to go to work or I'm going to sit home on the couch with a good book because it's yucky outside. It's yucky. (laughs) It's
1: one of those kind of days where you just go.
0: Yeah. You know, the saddest part is, is we are running into the seasons now where yucky days will outnumber the good ones for for the majority of us in the country. Well, Again, if you're in Southern Florida or in Southern California, I don't want to hear any nanny, nanny boo boos. We don't get that weather because we don't care. I got news for you, sir. I am making arrangements. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're joining those people. I need the sunshine. <laughs> can, we, can we get a rousing chorus of Ann Murray's Snowbird song? <laughs> <laughs> can we now? Yeah. So I will be the only one moaning and complaining about having to play in bad weather. Um, we'll wait until my, till my, till I get to the place where the
1: sun shines, and then you will be, and I will then gloat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Notice he has many options. He could invite me to come down and play. He could ignore it entirely. Or he could gloat. And we saw which one he went to immediately. (laughs) Yes, we did.
1: (laughs) But this beautiful golf cave that I've got here. Yeah. Well, it's perfect weather. 72 degrees in here all the time. I got the daylight bulbs, baby. One of my options is to paint the walls a beautiful sky blue.
0: (laughs) I'm right. gonna put clouds on the ceiling.
1: <laughs> it's already white up there. I think I'm good to go. Right. I think if I paint the top half of the of the golf studio with the beautiful blue sky blue? Okay, I All think right. that things will be good.
0: We have uh, we have a question, a rather in depth question for Mr. Rules Guy. Oh boy, uh, Jeff, got to get your rules guy hat on. All right, and Let me see. we will deal with that. We'll talk about playing in inclement weather. We'll talk about surviving a winter, playing golf as often as you possibly can, and what kind of circumstances you can accept to play golf during the yucky weather periods. And a whole lot more when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. There's a number I want you to keep in your head right now. That number is 10,000. We'll come back to it in a minute. 10,000 is the brand name of the highest quality, best fitting, and most comfortable training shorts I personally have ever worn. I alternate back and forth between the cycle and the rowing machine. Let me tell you about these 7-inch interval shorts from 10,000. The shorts are silver ion for permanent odor protection. There's no bounce pockets, they're breathable and lightweight fabric, and there's an optional liner. This is the part I love. There's a liner that is very comfortable and it prevents chafing. You heard me, prevents chafing. What's the number I told you to remember? 10,000. The fabric feels really luxurious and it's very high quality. I'm going to get you a deal. 10,000 is offering our listeners 15% off your purchase. Go to 10,000.cc, not .com, .cc. Enter code GOLFGUYS and you'll get 15% off your purchase. That's 10,000.cc and enter code GOLFGUYS.
2: The Social Security Administration's computer servers are 45 years old. Computer servers at Health and Human Services are 50 Maybe that's how cyber criminals hacked U.S. Census Bureau's computers where everything about you is stored. The threat of some cyber thief stealing your credit card is not your biggest risk. Your massive risk is that he takes over ownership of your home. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest-growing crimes. Cyber criminals simply hack into vulnerable government, bank, or mortgage company servers where copies of your home's title is stored. He forges your signature, stating that you sold your home to him. Then he borrows on your home and leaves you in debt. You won't know until collection notices show up. Protect your most viable asset. Go to HometitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use promo code RADIO for 30 free days of protection. Again, that's HometitleLock.com, promo code RADIO, HometitleLock.com.
0: And we are back those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there, uh, still uh, temporarily located in Indiana until the weather gets really bad. And then... Uh, and I need to get out of Dodge. <laughs> and the here's he the island song calling him southward. I was watching a TV show, Blacklist. Did you watch it? I binge watched the, the okay. Blacklist. Well, the, last, the, the first new episode of this season was last week, and I watched it. Don't they tell me. To, they ha- I'm not going to say anything except the fact that they had to pick up a guy as he was leaving his country club. Okay. Uh-huh. What town were you in in South Carolina last week? Bluffton. Uh, do they have a brick clubhouse?
1: They do have a brick clubhouse in Bluffton, <laughs> okay. South Carolina. Okay. I was that said club.
0: Because Didn't as you? he was exiting the brick clubhouse and getting into a limo, a few moments later down the road, he was stopped by Bluffton police... <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> they were at that 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 the place Jeff was at. Go that was pretty cool. Did they get a full full shot of the clubhouse? Yeah, they did. They didn't have a name of the course though, just a full
1: shot of the clubhouse. Was and it then, large and pompous looking?
0: Yes. <laughs> grandiose, so <laughs> yeah, to speak. Grandiose and and you know with covered a covered uh, uh walkway coming out of the front to get into the limo. Oh well, I I believe I have been there just last week and I've been there a handful
1: of times. Yep. Berkeley Hall in Bluffton, South Carolina, just off of the Isle of Hilton Head.
0: It could either be a very classy golf course or it could be, you know, the, the freshman English class at IU meets at Berkeley Hall. Could be, right. <laughs> One or the other. We have a, a new friend of the show. He caddied for us up at uh, the Pete Dye course and has become a true fan. He has been, you've been binge-watching The Blacklist. He's been binge-listening those weekend golf guys. I think I'm getting the better of that deal. (laughs) He's binge-listening to us. He said that he's been binge-listening, and there is a burning question that, as a caddy, he would love to hear the answer to. The episode we entitled, Rules We Hate. (laughs)
1: Wait a minute, that could be all 33 (laughs) of them
2: at some point
0: (laughs) Jeff was talking about being a rules (laughs) official at the Big Ten tourney With a player in the tall grass fescue My question on a ruling is, here we go How do you determine an unplayable lie? He said, I find players' balls quite often And I recommend them to just take the penalty Rarely do I find a ball and it works out on the next shot I'm to the point where I don't want to find their ball because they will want to play it. Grass is really tall right now. My understanding of the rule is that it's unplayable if it is an impeded shot. That is, in some tree roots, behind a tree, or in some kind of bush or shrub, or maybe up against a natural rock. I guess my question is, does any player have the authority to say that a shot is unplayable, and why? If I find a ball and it's sitting up five inches on the tall stuff, is it not playable even though they can slide under it? Does the rule mean that a player can make any shot unplayable, like a severe downhill lie in the fairway? Can a player take a penalty and move it back to a flatter area just because they don't have that shot? This is an honest question that I really don't know the answer to. Please help.
1: Here's the simplest way you can look at it: this. The player can determine any ball unplayable for any reason he chooses. Okay. Ball could be sitting perfectly in the center of the fairway on an ever so gently uphill lie. Mm -hmm. And he could determine that ball to be unplayable and he doesn't have to tell why, but there's a penalty involved with it. So no, nobody else gives a crap.
0: That's true. Ball could be
1: sitting on the green three inches from the hole and he could say, Nope, that ball's unplayable. (laughs) I don't think it's really going to happen that way,
0: but he could. I don't think we've ever played with anyone that stupid. (laughs)
1: Just saying, it can happen that way. So, yeah. the player is the sole determiner of a ball being unplayable. So it's not necessarily a judgment call on anybody else. Going really, I can't believe you're not going to call that unplayable. That's a lunatic that would play that lie. Right. It's all up to the player.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, one one of the uh, the stories that he related pursuant to this question was uh you're you're familiar with the pete die course there's one hole at the pete die course that has a volcano bunker at about four feet in diameter on a hill about 15 feet higher than the green right behind the green that would be number seven number seven
1: <laughs> and i go up there every time i play number seven and i, I go up
0: it. there just to hit the shot out because <laughs> it's fun <laughs> he. He had a, uh, a rather good, uh, golfer and his dad, uh, that he was caddying for and they had problems finding the ball, but they found it and it wasn't really in that bunker, but it was in the tall grass around the perimeter of that bunker.
1: Wow. That kind of stinks.
0: Yeah. And the guy was about to take a penalty, and Randy said, maybe he said, man, just, just take the stroke. And the guy said, No, no, no. You know how these guys are, no, I can do this. I got this shot. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and and one of these okay, zipper pockets go. of this bag that I've never opened. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. He said he got like a quadruple bogey on the hole. And it kind of ruined the rest of his round. <laughs> and and in walking walking off the green, the guy's dad just looked at Randy and says, Randy, you should not have found the ball. <laughs> you know? Um
1: so Way better to not find that, right?
0: Yeah, that's that's why. I mean, and it, what is it? A one-stroke penalty for unplayable line?
1: Yeah. Okay. So you got a few, you got some options with your one-stroke penalty. You can go back to where you played it from. You know that stroke and distance thing, right? You can go um, keeping that point between you and the hole. You know where the ball sits right now. That uh-huh. point. You could go back as far as you want on that line. Okay. Keeping that point between you and the hole. You can do that. Or you can go two club lengths around in any way, not closer to the hole from that point as well. Okay. Yeah. So there's some options there. Three of them include you adding one more pedal one more stroke to your score.
0: Well <clears throat> the the time that it would come into play is when you're honest with yourself. And we touched on this last week. Is adding one more stroke and taking a shot you know you can make as opposed to not adding that penalty one stroke and dealing with the repercussions of hitting something that you're either unfamiliar with the technique or unable to do or whatever and getting an extra three or four strokes.
1: Yeah. So I have a a general rule of thumb when I talk to my players about how to play that (coughs) stuff. And it goes like this. If you can advance the ball to a better position than you could drop it in, in one shot and pretty much guarantee that, then don't take the drop. Oh, okay. If you can't, like, so look at all of your options, including going back, right? Right. Because maybe you could advance the ball to any of options of, going out two club lengths either way. Maybe you could advance it better than that one. Right. But maybe you can't put it in a better position going backwards. Here's a good example. Let's say, John, that you've hit it up near a bush and the bush is only like 80 yards from the green. Okay. So you got a wedge in your hand no matter where you go, right? With a couple of club lengths out from that spot, it's a wedge shot. If you could chop it out, it's a wedge shot. Mm-hmm. If you pull that ball back from wherever you hit it from, let's say you did it on a par three that was 150 yards and you go back to the place that you were there, right? You could hack it out and have a wedge or you could go all the way back to 150 yard tee shot and go there. Which one's a better shot for you to play?
0: Right. Yeah. Right?
1: Whether you hack it out or drop it out or or pull it back, keeping that spot between you and the hole, and go back as far as you want to, One way or another, you've got a shot all the way around. Every option that you could have, which one's the best one? Okay. Hacking it out is one option. You know, play it, do something. Well,
0: I think that 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 rule of thumb is very easy to remember. If in one shot you can get it to a place where you can make a decent shot, then don't take the penalty.
1: Yeah, if it's a better play. Right. You can get it to a better situation, then don't take the penalty. But if you can't, then take the penalty and take the drop and get move on with life.
0: You know, as I was reading that question, too, I, I, I had this Casey Kasem moment come over me. You know, <laughs> long-distance dedication. from <laughs> and, and now on with the countdown. We are those weekend golf guys. We will be right back. You know, I started using liquid IV to hydrate myself this summer when it was real hot here in Kentucky area. It was terrible sweating. You get dehydrated quickly. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water and you hydrate much quicker and much better than just drinking the 16 ounces of water. And it tastes great. They've got all kinds of fruit flavors, but packed with vitamins. There's more vitamin C than an orange and as much potassium as a banana and less sugar than an apple. Can you relieve that? And if you've spent too much time at the 19th hole, it's a great hangover cure. Because it's getting cooler, it's going to be less noticeable when you become dehydrated. So why don't you just make it a habit? One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water, maybe before your round, during your round, right after your round, whatever. Grab your favorite liquid IV flavor nationwide at Walmart. Or if you want a discount, you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code GOLFGUYS at checkout. 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code GOLFGUYS at liquidiv.com. And we are back. Those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. He's already packing, man. In fact, I think he has, he's perennially packed even in the middle of the summertime. If someone calls from Hilton head, he's got, I got to go back, baby. I go South Carolina. Bam. He's there. I don't um, even need GPS anymore. It's right <laughs> up here in the head, baby. I got know it. exactly how to get there. But for those of us who are more um, locked into our geographic location, the weather is going to be suspect here in the not-too-distant future. In fact, I just saw a video of a friend of mine out in Portland, Oregon, who was walking on the beach wearing a parka. Uh, yeah.
1: Beaches and parkas should not go in the same sentence.
0: No, they shouldn't. saw so, uh, an ad from a buddy of mine. He's selling a um, rain shirt for 44 bucks. I guess I should... I should get a couple of those huh? because I am getting to the point now where weather is not going to stop me. I think it's
1: important for people to understand how to dress for this nasty weather. That's upcoming. Everybody's got a nice piece of rain gear, some storm gear, so to speak, something with some Gore-Tex in it. Hopefully, right. It lasts for Mm. a long time. It keeps you warm. It keeps the wet off. We all know the cold and damp is just awful. Dress in layers, folks. Keep your body warm. Keep your head and your
0: hands and your feet. Oh, I hate when your feet get cold and wet. I have heard and have learned and have been told by folks who know, scientifically speaking, that the two areas of your body that radiate your body heat, where you lose most of your body heat, are the top of your head and the bottoms of your feet. not a surprise. So if you can keep your head covered and warm and your feet covered and warm, the rest of your body is going to stay warm because you will not be losing as much body heat as you normally would.
1: I like the sound of that because it makes complete sense from when I walk on the golf course and I'm, and I'm working with players and they're playing and I'm walking and I got my, my shoes on that have Gore-Tex in them. And I got my warm socks on and I got my Gore-Tex jacket on and I got my hat on and my hands are covered. I'm feeling pretty decent about what's going on there. It could be windy, my legs mm-hmm. could get a little chilly if I'm wearing some pants that, you know, that are too thin. But really, I'm, I'm wearing a rain suit when it's just yucky out and it's not even raining. Gore-Tex works right.
0: Yeah, it's designed to keep the heat in and the, uh, the dampness and the wind out. Wind can cut through almost anything. In the windbreaker jackets that uh, <laughs> most of us have rolled up in the bottom of our golf bag somewhere, those things, no. I think wind's been studying on how to get through that material.
1: I, I agree with you. I, I see so many people that are just cold all the time. just They're just freezing and they're wearing some cotton outer layer. I'm like, oh boy, this isn't going to be good. I know who's going to complain in the round first. Let's make a bet on like the fifth hole.
2: <laughs>
1: right when they're on the cusp of being uncomfortable. And next thing you know, you got them because they're just shivering all the time. Double the bets on the chip shots then, folks, because when <laughs> somebody's shivering, their hands are cold. They are not chipping and putting well, I promise.
0: Yeah. And then we, we get back also into the every year we we harp on this. But ball flight and club head reactions differ in the cold than they, they do,
1: in, do in the normal it's, weather. It's like when you're going down to the coast, the ball doesn't go as far when it's cold. Yeah. Right. It's got to be warm. It's got to be dry. It's got to be elevated. That's what makes me want to go to Arizona. Yeah. Get up in the higher elevations where it's warm. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. That that nothing nothing appeals to your macho-ness more than being able to uh, to play in in elevation in warm weather.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I think that's why golf's such a mecca for the old people. (laughs) They go out there and go, "Ah, look what I got. I'm moving Arizona just so I can still farther.
0: hit 250-yard drives. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But that, that kind of also leads to another discussion that we've had before but is bears repeating is how unfair is it? Because men's golf season in college is in the spring. It's in the fall too. I thought women played in the fall. Men played in the spring.
1: No. They're both they playing in both in? seasons.
0: Okay. So it's just high school where they do it that way then? Yeah. Okay. um, But still, the, the way college schedules are, I mean, we've had the Big Ten tournament up at, at French Lick, Indiana in 30-degree weather. I know. I've been a rules official for that. It's unpleasant. Yes, <laughs> it at is. But, it's, but but is it is it a fair test of
1: golf? Sure. Everybody's playing the same day. Everybody's playing the same conditions.
0: They are. But, but I mean, you look and you see what the results were for the Big Ten and – and what the results were for the SEC, and you go, "Oh, SEC's got much better golfers because they're playing down in you know Mobile, Alabama, <laughs> yeah, where it's eighty-seven degrees in February." <laughs> and, well, uh, it's just it's just comparing apples to oranges, man. It is comparing apples to oranges, right? Which is why they have a match play
1: final. You win okay. your regional, you go on, and then next thing you know, they're playing match play. So it, it is what it is. The guys so who he, play in the South also have the championship in the South. Guess who's got the
0: advantage? Yeah. Right? Okay. Because if you can me. do if you can do good when it's 30, think of how wonderful you can play when it's 80s. That's what you're trying to tell me. Usually. <laughs> okay. What if
1: you just what if you don't have to get out of your element? What if you get to, to host in the element that you're you're the host site of the champion? right you're the host school of the championship let's say yeah right or you're in your region the whole time and you don't have to get out of your comfort zone or at least your familiarity zone you have an advantage over those who are coming to your climate and have to adapt yeah yeah
0: yeah it's just the way east coast football teams have have an advantage when the west coast teams come to play because the body clocks aren't Reset. That's right.
1: time zones yeah. baby
0: yeah okay
1: so think about it this way why do you think that i insist we've talked about this on the air before that that i insist that every college player that i'm working with that turns professional i tell them to get the heck out of indiana and go to where the competition is Because it isn't that there aren't golf courses in Indiana, because there are, and they're good ones. Yes, indeed. But the year-round golf is in those warm climates, and that's when all those tours are down there. They don't have the Upper Midwest Professional Golf Tour. That doesn't (laughs) exist. (laughs) You know why? Because nobody wants to be up here in this (laughs) weather. (laughs) Right? Sure. Uh-huh. When when's your season? When's your tournament season? November through March. That's what we do here. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it's not. Guess what? They're all go where the sun shines and it's 80. Yeah. So that's why all those tours exist there. So those are the golfers that have the advantage. So turn that back on the college scene that you just talked about. And they have the advantage because the championships are held in the South too. They are. Yeah. So that means they get to compete and practice all year round and they don't have to change climates very much.
0: Grasses, so yeah,
1: sure. Elevation. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Climate. Yeah. Not so much.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah I got it. I got it. Okay. So I guess then that, that your counsel would be, should you be a high school golfer entertaining college <laughs> recruiting offers? Take the one that comes from the farthest South. Well,
1: it is is part of the discussion. (laughs) Part of the discussion is, are you really got your eyes set on turning professional after you play? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then I say, start looking at some of the small schools in the South. And they say, well, why the small schools? I said, because you got a better chance at playing more. Right. Right. When you go to the smaller schools, because the bigger schools, the best teams, they got 12 guys on a team. Only five of them are getting to play.
0: Yeah. And those 12 guys were all the best guy in their high school team.
1: Yeah. Right. So I I tell them, look, do you, you, if you're trying to turn (coughs) professional, that means you need to actually be competing. So is it. You're going to some of these bigger programs because some of these bigger programs can make you a better player. Well, that may be true, and it may be they can prepare you to be a better player, and you're competing against the tough guys on your team, but that doesn't mean you're competing against the tough guys on everybody else's team because you might not make the top five, in which case you're practicing and you're preparing, but you're not really competing. If you're not really competing because you keep missing out on going to travel on your team, you don't get tournament play when all those other guys get tournament play. So that's one of the reasons that I encourage them to look at some of those smaller schools because they're in the South. They get to work on their golf game all the time. They get to hit as many balls as they want. They get to do this and do that. And they get to work on their bodies and do this and do that, but they actually get to
0: play. Which is the operative consideration if you're thinking about becoming a player for a living. That's right. So it is
1: one of those things that I tell them to look at a little dose of reality here going, where where are you going to play?
0: There you go. That's some more good advice right there. So go south, go small. But go south where it's warm, baby. Yeah, definitely.
1: Learn that it's okay to have to put some bug spray on every day or twice a day, (laughs) three times a day.
0: (laughs) Sunscreen and off are your friends. That's right. Go to the place (laughs) where they got those no And the little, what do they call them, chiggers that hide in the grass and bite your ankles as you walk through? Yeah, pretty much. I hate those. A lot of
1: things. They call them ankle biters. I think people have mentioned, I think they've said that about children too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So there there you go. Some good advice. But again, uh, for those who don't have the option of going South for the, for the winter Gore-Tex is your friend, but we'll put a question up on the uh, Facebook page, Facebook, facebook.com slash golf guys. And probably even on the uh, league of extraordinarily average golfers, but what's your minimum temperature. And I know it gets higher as people get older. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I used I used to play if it was going to be you know over freezing. Now it's uh, if it's under forty five, I may stay home. Yeah, right. I'm not sure, uh, and I'm I'm getting closer to to that fifty degree threshold too. But
1: I have about forty five degrees without any wind. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm okay yeah.
0: there. Yeah, as as long as it, it can be as cold as it needs to be, as long as the wind chill factor does not become uh, a, a a integral part of the discussion. We're all fine. We got some time yet together, and, and um, I heard a statement that I have heard from Jeff. We're going to get into it because I think it is probably paramount of importance that you understand this concept before you can even begin to think about playing golf well. So, uh, we'll get it when we come right back. Don't you move. We are those weekend golf guys.
3: more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call us at 800-708-5127 and get your 50 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now. 800-708-5127. 800-708-5127. 800-708-5127
0: and we are back those weekend golf guys it is us i'm john ashton he is jeff smith golf magazine top 100 teacher edinburgh indiana at the Timbergate golf course warm in the studio that's all i can say just waiting for a friend to send him an invitation to go anywhere south Um, you know what if somebody in florida said hey jeff
1: i want a private golf lesson and i've got a place for you to stay My number is.
0: (laughs) I heard something, man, and and it's something that we don't think about, but I have heard you say it, mention this concept over and over again. But I was talking with a guy and he said, you know, the problem with most golfers, they try to hit the ball. What they should concentrate on is how to swing the club. He said, if you can become proficient at making a golf swing, just let the ball get in the way and you will be able to play this game so much better. There are a lot of
1: people that that resonates with, and they can't seem to make it happen. They go, yeah, that's what I need to do, all right? <laughs> I need to look like Payne Stewart, just swinging and swinging and swinging, just sweeping right on through. Just a Phil Mickelson, VJ Singh, just a big old smoothie right on through there. And it didn't look like they were being aggressive or anything. And yet, they're out there trying to be Sergio, John Rahm, and Angel Cabrera, just bashing at it. I think that there's some people who can be Mr. Smooth and some people who can't. Okay. And I think that that's um, part of who they are. You know, their their personality, so to speak.
0: They're they're Bob the basher rather than um, than Sammy Smooth.
1: Yeah, Bob the basher, baby. (laughs) You know, I know an awful lot of Bob the bashers. And I encourage him to be Bob the Bashers because I know that's who they are. And I'll get them to use a lot more right-hand hit. But when I see Sammy Smooth coming, it's pretty hard to take him to be Bob the Basher. So what we do is we just get Sammy Smooth to uh, go a little faster with his smoothness. Instead of saying He's smooth, a- I say smooth.
0: <laughs> He's like, oh, got it. <laughs> is is one better than the other or is it as your answer to every question i have ever asked you in perpetuity it depends it does depend okay right? i know that makes you nuts
1: because golf is such an individualized game there are so many people that in their in their makeup in their dna in their golfers dna they have certain things and maybe they got burst in them jumping out of the starting blocks on a track meet and he's a burster out of the blocks you know that guy is not built to be sammy smooth is he no and then you got A guy like Clyde the Glide Drexler (laughs) playing basketball, right? And he was just, oh, so silky smooth. You'd watch him play and you're like, how did he get by me? It looks like he's just moving in slow motion, but he's not. He's just doing it smoothly. That guy's not built to be Bob the Basher. No. We just got to look at it and go, "What? who is this guy? It comes out in their personality. It's really interesting. You rarely see a guy like Jim Nance who's got – just all this charisma and smooth aura about him turn into Bob the Basher with a golf club in his hand. Hard to do that. Difficult to be that personality change.
0: The the swings fit people. Is one technique better than the other? Is one going to be inherently more productive than the other?
1: I would say... No, because there's people generating speed differently, right? The longer swing, the Phil Mickelson, VJ Singh, Payne Stewart, kind of a smooth, sweeping swing. They build speed because they started back from a further place behind them and high. And it came down and they just accelerated smoothly. Look at Fred Couples, for gosh sake.
0: Yeah. I mean, Freddie Couples and, and Ernie Els, both. Right. You the, just the watch
1: enemy. these guys and they're just so smooth and yet. They just generate a ton of speed, and then you've got guys who are shorter swingers. You know, you got you got the the hard at it John Rom and Tony Finau types that are shorter and they burst hard. They generate a ton of club head speed too. And all these guys have different gears, and all these guys have different touch around the greens. So I can't say that one is better than the other, but one is better than the other for you, John. I've seen you and You know, you're not a Bob the Basher. No. It doesn't suit you. You don't have the burst of force in you. You're not the hitter. You're more of a smooth guy.
0: Yeah. I am nothing if not smooth, man. You are silky
1: smooth with a club in your hand.
0: That's right, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You might not sound like Jim Nance, but you probably swing like him.
0: (laughs) How many O's are there in Smooth? <laughs> There's
1: a lot of them, baby. There's a lot of them.
0: I have a friend of mine
1: whose nickname, I, I gave him the nickname, Mr. Smooth. I call him Mr. Nance. He's going to be a friend of the show because we're going to have him on. Okay. He's a Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher. He is uh, on the faculty for uh, PGA's faculty for instruction. He's, he's a good friend. He could lull you to sleep <laughs> with his voice. He is... The ultimate MC. He's the guy that's just so calm and so smooth in his delivery that he could absolutely, if John, I get, I get you a, a cocktail and a, and a sofa. And if he talked to you for five minutes, by minute four, you're asleep.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure that's a good thing, but. (laughs) (laughs) He's the
1: guy that if he was getting into psychology and into hypnotism, he could get you out. He's so (laughs) easy to listen to. So we're going to do that one day. We're going to get him on the air. We're going to have that happen. It's Mr. Joe Plecker.
0: Oh, okay.
1: uh, I've talked to you about Joe before. He's a terrific guy, terrific teacher. We're going to get him on the show now.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> just make sure that the topic is lively enough so that we don't put the audience to sleep. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but, but getting back to the, uh, the, the bashing and the, and the smoothing, how would one without the benefit of a teacher who would be able to look at them and know what swing best suited them, how can you tell what you should be doing? Is it by the reaction, by, by the, the results?
1: here's a thought that you could do easily with a couple of golf balls and you'll find out. I want you to take a few practice swings and loosen up in your normal way. And then I want you to swing in your normal way. And then I want you to put a ball in front of you. And I want you to think, I just want to smooth through this one. And then the next one, I want you to go jump at it. I want you to bash at it, find out which one feels more normal to you. And that'll tell you if you reached out to bash at one, and that felt normal, like you got it up the top of your backswing, and you were just ripping, and you did it in a very abrupt and burst-ish kind of way. And that felt normal to you. And that smooth thing felt like you were going about half speed, like you were just kind of swinging at the air. And that didn't feel normal to you. Then you've pretty well identified who you are. You're Bob the Basher.
0: Okay, just swinging feels totally normal to me. Yes, take Cause cause take a smooth. Yeah, take a practice swing or two, and then just address the ball and do it the same way right and I, I play with guys who have a backswing of about oh 45 degrees yeah <laughs> they get it to about here and then it's Ugh!
1: right they're it's bob like, the basher
0: yeah it's like they're doing backhands on a tennis court man
1: well because you know they've got a short amount of time and space to build up all that speed to hit the ball hard so they have to be burst ish don't they Yeah, they do. Guys with longer swings, the guys with bodies that allow them to get further back behind them and up. They're more Sammy smooth. Right. It's just how it goes, man. Yeah. I mean, one, one, if you're not sure who you are, that way I'll tell you which one feels
0: more normal. One will work better for, for you. um, Depending on who you are. Yeah. Body type style, the whole nine yards. Um, so just, you know, try them both or, or if one is not working for you, try the other.
1: Well, you got to find out it's got to fit how your body moves and how your brain subconsciously works. Okay. One will tell you. And if the one that is you isn't working, why don't you just go find out why it's not working instead of trying to become not you.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Ooh,
1: isn't that deep. Wow. It is.
0: This is, this is.
1: <laughs> Cause if you're Sammy smooth and all of a sudden Sammy Smooth's not working, you, Sammy smooth, better figure out why Sammy smooth isn't working. Instead of trying to become Bob the basher and acting like that's going to work.
0: Right. Cause right. you're trying to
1: become somebody else at that point. That doesn't
0: work. And you know, that's oh, what yeah. happens a lot when you emulate people that you see on TV.
1: Oh, yeah, when you no,
0: watch I the, and, and so many of us do that, we watch the PGA tournament and they go, Oh, He, he made this move and the result was this shot and it was beautiful. So I'm going to, so obviously it was this move that made that shot. So if I can just learn how to make this move, then I can make that shot.
1: Yeah. See, this is the, see now I'm on a soapbox. Okay. So what you've just said is the typical short-term goldfish, short-term memory thing of golfers. Uh Mm-hmm. They only remember the recent guy. Matt Wolf wins and everybody starts to take it outside and loop it back in.
0: And do that was Matt
1: Wolf. And he's a young guy.
0: Do that little hip thing.
1: And everybody goes, Ooh, that's (laughs) new. He did that. I'll do that. Yeah. When Jim Furyk was doing that thing of getting it up there and out and getting it behind him and in and doing this thing, everybody was going, Ooh, how does he (laughs) even hit a ball with that thing? Yeah. That looks like an octopus falling out of a tree. You know, that's what they say, uh-huh. right? And then all of a sudden, John Rahm wins with a short one. He's like, oh, that's short. Everybody's got to be short. And then, and then Dustin Johnson wins, and he's got the big bowed wrist up at the top of the thing. And then everybody's out there trying to do this. This is what golfers are. is They're idiots because all they do is they look at who won this week. Yet, okay, so the guy that wins this way, he's different than say Fred couples who won the other way with his wrist was cupped at the top. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's saying, Ooh, it's got to be bent this way over at the top. Cause that's what DJ does. And Jordan Spieth does. And John Rahm does a little bit of that. And Colin Moore does a little bit of that, but they didn't say much about Paul Azinger when he was winning cupped. And when Fred couples was cupped, everybody's like, Oh, just look at how beautiful it is. And they didn't talk about that one piece. This is the problem with golf in general is people are going to jump on the latest local thing. Hmm. So that's what golfers, what you say is, I'll try it like that guy. Right? Maybe that will be my elixir. This will be my thing of the week. Well, guess what? Somebody's going to win next week, and that's not going to be the same. Will you just chase the winner and go, I got to do what that guy does because he won this week? That's the magic that I need?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. History, no, no, no. dude.
1: How about this? Nobody taught Jack Nicholas's golf swing, yet he won more than everybody else. Right. What are we talking about?
0: <laughs> right? It's it's it, it's it's the search of the perfect game that most of us amateur golfers are always engaged in. We and we we go to all the wrong places to find it. We we go to the backs of the magazines. We go to the to the TV and watch the pros play. The pros play. Okay. Yeah, the guys. The pros, as if talent. they're all the as same. If, but yeah, but the guys who have more talent in their little finger for this game than we've developed. And they've they've hit more balls in a week than we've hit in our lifetime. Yeah. Okay. Especially you. Yeah, to th- th- rub it in. They have <laughs> 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 they they are not who we should emulate. Uh You know, it's very simple, and I'm going to say this again, and I get no kickbacks, but go to your favorite club. They all have a PGA professional there and say, you know, it's like your doctor. It hurts when I do this. You know, the ball goes badly when I do this, and the pro will say, then don't do that. But he will show you how not to do that. All right, Take lessons, so, people. Lessons are the answer. Lessons. lessons from
1: qualified people without opinions about yes. the swing.
0: Yes, that's yeah. The- those who don't teach one way for everybody to do it, right? Because that's also a kiss of death for most. It is. People. Those are the teachers with opinions.
1: I think it should be this. Yeah. So everybody that I teach is going to be this. Oh boy. Yeah. Oops! Look out.
0: Yeah, because you can't teach bob the basher how to be sammy smooth doesn't work that's it we've got more we'll be right back hang with us we are those weekend golf guys of course we have a facebook page facebook.com slash golf guys we would love it if you were to go there and like us we'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us facebook.com slash golf guys
3: attention anyone who is impacted by the current pandemic and has two thousand dollars or more in credit card debt if any credit card companies extended your credit with attractive interest rates or low minimum balances and now because of it you owe thousands of dollars in credit card debt here's some really great news it happened to millions of people at no fault of their own but thanks to a powerful program now approved anyone with two thousand dollars or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether that's right our nation. Wide nonprofit program is helping U.S. residents cut their credit card payments. We've helped over half a million people with their credit card debt, and now we can help you. Bad credit card debt happens to good people. Get free of credit card debt today. Call Credit Guard of America now at 800 672 6925 to see how this powerful nonprofit program can work for you. The call and information are free. Call 800 672 6925. That's 800 672 6925. 800 672 6925.
4: two,
0: one, three, two, one. A few moments yet together here, John Ashton, along with Jeff Smith. So what, what have we covered? Well, first off, let's just recap. Yes, it is up to you, the player to decide if your play, if your lie is playable or not. And if you're ever at a golf course, if you're ever at a golf course, like the Pete Dye course at French lick with a caddy, like Randy scalp, who asked that question. he says, uh, John take the penalty take his advice take the penalty <laughs> take the penalty <laughs> right move the Because ball that's going to gonna be only one
1: shot that you're going right. to cost you
0: just <laughs> move As the ball to some whole place bunch. where you know you can hit it and move along with the game so that's right all right and and then of course. Um, you know, dress dress for the occasion. Don't don't give up golf in the wintertime. Because then I mean, how long in your estimation, Jeff, with I'm sure you've studied this, but with some of your students, if they take the winter off, how yeah. long does it take them to get back to the form they were at next season that well, they a ended lot of times
1: week? it's like 10 to 15 rounds of golf.
0: It's yes. Crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Because so in the meantime, the, the
1: body fly. didn't do anything and their brain went haywire on all kinds of different things without even doing it. It's yeah. Crazy. Even if you have to find an indoor venue. Yeah. Just
0: keep it up. Yeah.
1: Find an indoor venue like mine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah he'll be in his head. Nobody will be using it. Go on in. <laughs> he'll leave the key under the mat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that.
0: Oh, well. And then, of course, uh, don't don't conform to what you see other people doing. To thine own self be true, to coin a phrase.
1: And some people don't know what that is, so that's kind of an issue.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, there are guys like you who can tell us what it is.
1: Yeah. Don't fight your body. Yeah. Don't fight your body. I mean, make it healthier. Get off the pizza, John, and and you know, do those kind of things. Get your body in better shape, but still, don't uh, don't fight what your body's built to do.
0: Yeah, and, and basically, bottom line, it, if it feels uncomfortable, it very well may be wrong.
1: Well, it certainly is going to be work at that point. Yeah, and I don't like seeing people work that hard to golf swing.
0: Now, you know, golf is supposed to be fun. Not supposed, it's supposed to be. To be better supposed must be, be an escape from work. Right. So, if you have to work at it, then you may want to rethink it. Whatever. So don't think too hard. Just go out and play some golf.
4: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.